Hi everyone, welcome back to Broken Vessels, Mended by God. My name is Ruth Douthit and I'm a teacher of God's Word. And I started this podcast so that I could share what I've learned from studying God's Word with you. And we are in the Seek Him Bible Study, Lesson 5. In previous lessons, we've looked at the I Am statements found in the book of John. The I am the bread of life, I am the light of the world, I am the door of the sheep, and I am the good shepherd. And in this lesson, we're going to look at the I am the resurrection and the life saying that Jesus made in John chapter 11. So grab your Bibles, a comfortable chair, and let's begin as as we look further into the Gospel of John. The Resurrection and the Life John chapter 11 Now a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. It was Mary who anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair whose brother Lazarus was ill. So the sisters sent to him, saying, Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard it, he said, This illness does not lead to death. It is for the glory of God, so that the Son of Man may be glorified through it. Conquering death seems to be what all people in the world long for. Death is the common enemy for Christians and atheists alike. Scientists scramble to find cures for every illness. They try in vain to prolong life, spending millions of dollars on research. Death, however, looms in the future of us all. Those without hope are desperate to stop it. But those with hope, well, We believe in eternal life and know that we will be with Jesus. John chapter 10 says, I give them eternal life and they will never perish and no one will snatch them out of my hand. As I said in previous lessons, when I heard that my sister was in stage four of cancer back in 2015, I knew what that meant. I knew we didn't have much time left with her. Martha and Mary knew they didn't have much time left with Lazarus, too. But not once did I think about how my sister's illness was for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through her and her cancer. No. Our minds and our ways are not like God's ways. My sister and her daughters wanted more time together. Wouldn't we all if we were told we had months to live? Jesus is not like us. When he walked the earth, his mind always went to the Father and how God could be glorified in all circumstances. This is why he had no fear about the illness that threatened his friend Lazarus. Therefore, he did not rush to see Lazarus. Death is so final, isn't it? Death reminds us that we have no control over anything. We foolishly live our lives as though we do have control. But death comes along and says, no, you don't. 
Grief from the loss of a loved one changes us. Research says it even changes our brains and how we think. Death's permanence is what hurts the most. Knowing we will never see our loved ones on earth again goes against all that we've come to know. Accepting that truth is hard to do. But those in Jesus do not mourn like those without him. We have hope. We have the resurrection and the life. I wrote this series last year when my father was still alive. And since I started teaching these lessons here on this podcast, my father has since passed away. Watching him go from being such a strong man to weak and sick was very difficult for me and my family. It reminded me that we have no control over anything. But because my father knew Jesus, I knew I would see my father again, along with my mother and my sister, when I go to heaven. And even though it was very difficult to watch my father pass away, I was able to get through it because I know about Jesus and that Jesus lives. And because he lives, I will see my loved ones again. Life versus death. Throughout scripture, there are many opposing forces light versus darkness, day and night, life and death, good and evil, Jesus and Satan. It is obvious to us that, to God, there are no gray areas with Him. Should there be gray areas with us? Our worldview matters. What we believe and how we defend our beliefs matter. If our worldviews go against God's word, it matters. When Jesus was tempted in the wilderness by Satan, the responses Jesus gave mattered. What we know and believe about life and death matters because if we claim to walk with Jesus and live in his light, we cannot go against what he says in his word. If we do, then what do we really know about him? Remember, the Christian must know who Jesus is. If we cannot defend him, then he says he will not defend us before his Father. Truth matters. We must be able to show others in Scripture that Jesus is God, and through him, death is defeated forever. The one common enemy between us has already been defeated. Otherwise, there is no hope, only death. Robert Heinlein wrote, Death is the lot of us all, and the only way that the human race has ever conquered death is by treating it with contempt, by living every golden minute as if one had all eternity. And with Jesus, we do. In John 11, verse 17, it says, Now when Jesus came, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. 
Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles off, and many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them concerning their brother. It was no accident that Jesus waited to see Lazarus. Was he cruel to not have saved Lazarus from death? Was he cruel to use this death as a test of Martha and Mary's faith? I don't have the answers to those questions except to say, keep reading. <clears throat> we each faced great loss during the pandemic. Many lost loved ones during that stressful year. Was it cruel of God to allow them to die? I cannot answer except to say, keep reading and keep believing. Diligently, we can trust in the Lord. God knew death and saw how it crushed his creation, his beautiful, perfect creation. He had to slay an innocent animal to cover Adam and Eve because of their disobedience. He says in his word, he gets no pleasure from the death of the wicked. Ezekiel 18. Death happens because sin is in this world. Paul told us this in Romans 6. Death is what we earn from sinning. So we should probably stop sinning then, right? And yet, we don't stop. Faithfully, we can rely on God during times of doubt, like when a loved one is suffering. We know God sees them. We know he could move and heal our loved ones instantly. And sometimes he does. Other times, he doesn't. Either way, he remains God. In John 11, verses 20 through 21, it says, So when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him. But Mary remained seated in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. If you had been here, Jesus. How many times do we say that during our own suffering? It feels like we are abandoned, doesn't it? It feels like we are the only ones on earth suffering this trial. But Jesus is there with us in the storm. Does he remain faithful? I know the answer to that question. Yes. Because he is faithful and true, we can rest knowing he is there and everything happened the way it was meant to happen. Let me say that again. Because he is faithful and true, we can rest knowing he is there, and everything happened the way it was meant to happen. Death will come to us all, no matter what our worldview is. But death never surprises God. Death never interrupts his perfect plan. As painful as it is, Death is not more powerful than God. I'll say that again. As painful as it is, death is not more powerful than God. Those who hope in the Lord do not mourn like the world. No, we mourn with hope that we will live again in eternity with Jesus, who is the resurrection and the life. We know those in Christ Jesus will live even if they die. No one can encounter Jesus and walk away the same. Being with Jesus changes you. 
being in his presence transforms you. It's that simple. In John chapter 11, verses 25 through 26, it says, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Well, what about you? Do you believe this? How did the pandemic test your faith and trust in God? Why is it important for the Christian to remember that Jesus is the resurrection and the life and rely on this promise? And lastly, what lessons from this I am the resurrection and the life saying of Jesus can we share with others who might be in grief and bereavement? Take time today to say a prayer to God, praising Him for having conquered death so you don't have to. Thank you for joining me today to look at the I Am the Resurrection and the Life saying of Jesus found in John chapter 11. I hope that you've been blessed and encouraged by the promises of God, the promise of hope during great suffering, the promise of eternal life. Until next time, God bless.